Thank you for joining me for another episode of Miracles in Everyday Moments. This is Christina Boschman with Let My Legacy Be Love. Love, our greatest gift and our most precious legacy. Today I want to share a story about a time in my life where there was a divine intervention that ended up teaching me that I could change my own mind about what was going on around me. It was back during a period of time that was just very, very difficult for me. It was a period that spanned nearly three years. I was totally out of sorts, seemed as if nothing was going right, no matter what I did. And I kept saying, what else could go wrong? And every time I said that, I was shown. One morning, I went out to take a walk with my dog, as I always do. There is one tree on the road where I would go that was so beautiful. I always would stop and just look at it and kind of follow the rough bark all the way up through the branches and up, 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 up over the leaves to the very, very tip top where sometimes a crow would sit. Sometimes I wondered how tall that tree was and was it responsible for painting the clouds on the sky. I've always had a fond imagination. But that particular morning, I stopped at that tree and I stared at it. And when I put my hand on it, I started to cry like this this huge rainfall of tears. And I asked, I said, God, I cannot figure out what I'm doing wrong, and I need help. I need something to get me through this. I don't know what to do. I'm on my own, and I feel so alone. With that, I kept my eyes closed for a while. I said thank you and walked away from the tree, thinking about it the whole way home, which was about a a two-and-a-half-mile trek thinking about that prayer and thinking about what I had just asked. By the time I got home, though, and got to work, I completely forgot about it. It was a very busy time of year, and I was in my office working all day. And around 2.30, the phone rang. When I picked it up, I heard a kind of familiar voice, and then she introduced herself. She said, hi, Christina, this is Karen Carey. Karen, oh, Karen, I said, hi. She was a friend of a woman that I was doing some work for up in Saratoga Springs at that time. She said, I've been thinking about you, and I would like to offer you life coaching. I said, "Uh, why? And she said, well, because... I have gotten my certification, and I would just like to offer it to you. And I said, Karen, I would love that. But honestly, I cannot afford that right now. My son was in college. The bills were piling up. Even though he had help from his grandfather with a tuition, there was always something. And my husband had left about two, three years earlier. And I was on my own with the full mortgage and taxes and everything that was involved in having a house. Plus, my car had broken down a couple months earlier, and I had to buy a new one. So now I had a car payment. She said, wait a second, you don't understand. I am 
offering it for you for free. I just want to give it to you. I said, why? She said, I don't know. I said, how about this? How about if I pay you, we do it once a month, I pay you, I can afford that once a month, I just can't afford it every week. She said, no, that's not necessary, and that's not how it works. It has to be every week. Then she said, how about we barter services? How about you do my accounting work, and I will give you life coaching in return? I thought about it, and I thought to myself, I don't know, it doesn't seem like an even exchange, but she said, I don't know how to do any of the work that you do. I would be super appreciative. Great, and I went for it. The first session, I knew that that was an answer to that prayer that I had left up on the tree six o'clock the morning in the morning that particular day that I was up there she started to ask me questions and notice things about me that I had never noticed one exercise that she gave me one week was she said I want you to say every single day I love my life write it on three by five cards and place them around the house so that you keep looking at that and saying it during the day. I was a little reticent. I said, you know, Karen, I don't think I can do that. She said, why not? I said, because I don't love my life. And I just remember falling apart on the phone. She said, oh, but you're not understanding. This will help you love your life. It will set you on the path to getting back to a life that you love. I was willing to try just about anything. So I took out several 3 by 5 cards, and on each one I wrote, I love my life. I remember the first morning that I got up and looked at the one that was on my nightstand. The day before had been the pits. And I picked up that card, and I was looking at it. And I kept thinking, I can't say this. But you know what? I did. I said it through tears, but I said it. And when I got into my office that day, there was a three by five card hanging on my computer, and I said it again. When I stopped in the bathroom during the day and saw it on that three by five card there, I said it once more. And when I was making dinner at night, and saw it on the refrigerator door, I said it again. The funny thing, or amazing thing, it's not funny, this is about picking the right words, right? The amazing thing is, about six or seven months later, I heard myself saying to a friend of mine, you know, I love my life. And I remember the surprised look on her face, because For such a long period of time, I had been feeling so unhappy. That taught me something. That experience taught me that we can change our lives by changing our thoughts. Now, how's that possible, right? So bear with me here. 
When I started to say multiple times during the day that I love my life, I started to look at my life and understand the things that I didn't like about it. For instance, I was volunteering for an organization where I worked maybe 8 to 10 hours a week there. Not all that much. 45-minute drive there, 45-minute drive home. I enjoyed doing the work and I enjoyed the organization, but the woman who was in charge not once said thank you. Not once in all the time I had worked there. I believe there has to be some type of energy exchange in any sort of work, and a thank you would have been worth a million bucks, especially at that point in my life, or a referral of my business. And there was nothing. So I called her one day, and I said, you know, I've decided to resign from my volunteer position. She was shocked. I had always seemed happy when I was there because I was enjoyed the work. But what I didn't enjoy, didn't enjoy, was feeling devalued. Who would? A little thank you goes such a long, long way. At that same time, I was doing some more business work for another organization that was a startup. They couldn't afford to pay me, so what they had offered was that I keep track of my hours, and on the back end, once they started making money, I would get paid then. Again, this work was taking 8-10 hours a week. It wasn't a huge chunk of time. But I was the person doing the numbers, and I could not figure out how they were going to be successful, especially after meeting and working with the people on the team. They were very scattered. This was a secondary thing to them. It wasn't their main focus, where I was trying to make it a primary focus. Our outcome was never going to be positive in my mind. So I resigned. Sure enough, four or five months later, they went out of business. During that period of time then, I had like an extra 15, 20 hours a week that I had back to myself. And in that time, I reconnected with my guitar. I started singing again. I got involved in a couple of groups around the area where we had music jams and we shared poetry and writing. And I had such a good time. I was so happy doing that. And it all started with a deluge of tears, but absolute determination. The first time I said, I love my life. I wanted things to change. And one of the things that I also did during that time was I started to keep track of the things that were going well in my life. These days, I call it a win book. But back then, it was just part of my journal. I might have had 10 things go wrong in one day. But the one thing that went right, I wrote it down and I read it every day. On Monday, this went right. On Tuesday, two things went right. Slowly, it became more and more and more, and life had become a win. I love my life. I continue to love my life, which is why I want to share this information with you.
I also don't want to just talk about my stories. I want to hear your stories, and I want to interview you on this podcast. It would be so much fun for me. One of my favorite things is talking with other people and sharing their stories, positive stories, where your life has changed in a positive direction, many times out of the darkest points. But even for people who have never been to a dark point, if you share with others the good things that are going on in your life, slowly but surely, we all light up. And when we all light up, we can scare away the dark, as Passenger says. I love that song. Please email me your stories, your phone number, whatever, and I'll give you a call or we can just go over it and talk about what you want to talk about and we can work from there. You can reach me at Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, at LetMyLegacyBeLove.com. I would love to hear from you, and I am so looking forward to learning what you've learned from this podcast today. I want to hear you say, I love my life and really mean it. That's it for today. I can't wait until the next podcast. Thank you. 